to Architecting. I'm your host, Angela Mazzi. You made it. This is the landing pad for raw honesty about connecting your career with your purpose. I'm going to give you the tools you need to be an unapologetic advocate for yourself and others, because if you're here, you believe that the space we surround ourselves in matters and you're committed to project by project building a better world for all of us. If you're with me, let's get architecting. Hey, Bright Lights, it's Angela, and I am coming at you today from Chicago. I am here at the American College of Healthcare Executives Annual Congress because I was speaking on the importance of quality work environments. It makes a difference and there is a real return on investment that research shows. It was great to be able to share some of that and to represent the American College of Healthcare Architects and present with one of my colleagues and recent past president, Steve Tomplay. So that was a really fun and really energizing experience. But, you know, when I go to these conferences, I'm always reminded that it's not necessarily the norm to go to conferences and we don't all know how to maximize that experience. So stay tuned, I have some insights on this idea of FOMO and conferences. I've done three or four episodes on different aspects of conferences, like how to network at them, how to navigate them as an introvert, and more. You can scroll through the catalog of past episodes if you want to focus on conferences in particular. I thought I'd take advantage while I was in the city to do a mini version of my Saluted Genesis for Your Soul event. So that is taking place today over lunch, and it looks to be a really good experience. We're going to focus on generative energy as opposed to the things that deplete us because when we are in a state of stress, we are being depleted. From that place, we cannot really create. We end up recycling what we already know, replaying old scenarios, fueling the stress with adrenaline and cortisol, and really just continuing to undermine not only our mental well-being, but our physical health. So I'm really excited to share all of that with the wonderful group we are going to have gathered today. But let's get back to this idea of the conference. We are all so busy today. We have had the idea of multitasking instilled into us such that it actually almost makes you a little uncomfortable when you are only doing one thing at a time. And I think we've reached a tipping point for this in our culture. We certainly have seen mindfulness come to the forefront as a hot topic for this year. It was my word of the year, mindfulness, but it's a challenge. I have told myself when I go to meetings, I will not take my computer and I will not take my phone. I will sit in that meeting and I will not be distracted by anything else going on. I will be fully present. So that's been a challenge because you keep thinking, I wonder if that person replied to that email I sent. Oh, this meeting is really boring or they're covering things that don't pertain to me. I could have been catching up on my emails or I could have generated that list that I owed somebody or whatever, right? 
No, we need to practice being fully present because we are less productive when we multitask. And there are like a gajillion studies out there. Just Google it, and you will find all the proof you need that multitasking is not saving you time. It's actually taking time away. Multitasking also involves attention splitting. Can I really listen to what's being said at a meeting and be responding to an email at the same time? Can I really be working on drawing options and hearing a dialogue among my colleagues? Probably not, or not at a hundred percent. Right? You know, we can probably do it. At maybe a thirty to forty percent level each, because remember, when we multitask, we don't get a hundred percent. We lose something in the attention switching and splitting. Not only am I not getting the full information, but when I'm doing this, my body is actually feeling a stress response. At some level, it's saying it's not safe to give your full attention to something. You need to be hyper vigilant. You need to be aware of everything that could possibly be going on, and that is a stress response. And in that stressed out state, we are not operating with our higher brain functions. We are operating with our emotional brain, the amygdala, the seat of fight or flight. That means that the quality of attention is less. So we have less of a percentage of attention plus a lower quality of attention to the point where we could question why aren't we bothering at all? Now, what does this have to do with conferences? Well, many of you have, if you've ever gone to a conference, experienced the fact that it's still a work day. Things are still going on. People are still emailing you. Problems are still cropping up. Questions are still there. Meetings are still being sent out. You know, things are happening, and we're not there for it because we're here at this conference. However, Our frenemy technology allows us to be aware of all of this. So what happens is we start to experience FOMO, which is fear of missing out. We're looking for that external validation that we're valued all the time when we are in a stress response because it's undermining our confidence. We are kind of getting a little bit of a hit there when somebody emails us and they need our attention. It feels kind of good in a way to say, "I'm here at this conference, but I'm also keeping an eye on things back at the office. My finger is on the pulse." Of course, if we are available to be interrupted, people will not respect the fact that we are not present, and they will treat us as if we are there that day to work on projects instead of it being a work day about professional development and learning and networking, which is what a conference experience is about. How is this FOMO going to get us? 
We're probably going to hastily respond to emails from our phone, and it might be a threaded response, and we might be replying to people we didn't necessarily mean to reply to. We might be giving hasty answers that are not fully thought through. We might be giving answers that didn't acknowledge maybe the nuance of what was being communicated to us. We actually may do more harm than good trying to stay present in the day-to-day -day of our projects when we are in fact not meant to be working on that. It's that need to feel needed that's luring us in. It's that failure to put a boundary in place. In fact, even many times embracing the boundarylessness of being at work always in all ways that we're enjoying. That's almost making us feel important. And so I want to invite you to stop that. It is not serving you or your colleagues or your clients in any way. This conference is people who work in administration and healthcare institutions at various levels. And as I was walking around from one session to the next, I overheard a woman on the phone say to one of her colleagues, I'm at this conference, but that does not mean that I am not working. You contact me anytime. And I thought, how many of us say that? How many of us make that okay? If she is Dealing with crises at the office, if she's giving her colleagues permission to interrupt her as often as they feel necessary, is she really paying attention during sessions or is she scrolling through emails? Between sessions, when she could have been networking and forming valuable alliances with her colleagues, she's on the phone talking to people she already knows probably even micromanaging them. She might as well have not even bothered to take the time away and pay the costs of traveling to this conference and attending this conference because she wasn't fully present. And you hear me talk a lot about rest and the importance of rest. And a conference actually is of tapping into several forms of rest. It can be creative rest because we could be inspired by the work of someone else that really uplifts us and causes us to reframe and think differently about something. We could be getting social rest because we're seeing people we haven't seen in a while. We're meeting new people. We're sharing experiences. We're catching up with friends. We could be building our professional network and or finding out about opportunities that might benefit us. I know recently at a conference, I found out about an initiative that was going on that I really was interested in being a part of. And if I hadn't been there and overheard that, I wouldn't have had that opportunity. So a conference is not, oh, I got to go to this thing and sit here and listen to boring lectures. If that's your attitude, don't go. And if that's your attitude, that's what you're going to find. On the other hand, if you say this is an opportunity for me to learn new things, meet new people, forge new networks, 
and connect the dots in my career and for my projects in ways that I would not have been inspired to do if I stayed home, then I think you get a lot of value. Then you really do realize the value of the conference. You really do, by being fully present, by attending everything, by giving it your full attention, you give your mind the opportunity to hear something make the connection to something similar that you are doing or experiencing or that someone else you know is doing and experiencing and to find the adjacent possible, that enhanced solution that you wouldn't have had if you hadn't had this aha moment in this session at this conference or this chance to have this hallway moment conversation with a colleague. When you have an opportunity to go to a conference, definitely think of it not as something you have to do, but as something you get to do. Set your email autoresponder to say that you are away. Tell them where you're going and what you're learning. If you're speaking, share what you're speaking about and make it clear that you will not be responding to email during the time that you are gone. You can provide an additional contact if somebody really needs help. Just by doing that email auto response, you're creating a boundary, right? You're saying from this day to this day, don't send me an email and think you're going to get an answer. I will answer you when I return. You're sending a clear message to your colleagues. And I made it a point to sit down with some of my coworkers and say, I'll review messages in the evenings, but I'm only going to take about an hour. So only communicate with me what is absolutely essential because I'm not actively working on the project while I'm away. So setting that boundary, really, really important. Then while you're there. Put away the phone. Really challenge yourself to be fully present in the moment for the sessions that you attend. Look for the filler parts of the conferences. Sometimes in an exhibit hall, there are educational sessions, there's social events that go on, there's fun opportunities like you can get professional headshots at some of these conferences. Really look at the variety of things that the conference has put into itself for you. Look through the list of attendees. Who else is there from your city? Is anyone you know at that conference? Reach out to them. Make it a point to meet for coffee or for drinks or for dinner. Really, really immerse yourself in the experience. This is your chance to put away all of the chatter in your mind, all of the in the weeds, in the trenches mindset that you're in when you are doing day-to-day work and to pull back, see that view from 30,000 feet. Get that big vision, get that inspiration, find that adjacent possible, connect dots, and come back to your work inspired and renewed and recharged, armed with new ideas. 
What is so important about that? When you push yourself to go, 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 when you are in that stress response, you're not creative, we've established that. You might say, but I have a lot to do. I'm really busy. I can't afford to take the time off. Unfortunately, if you don't take the time off, what's gonna happen? More of the same of that trying to slog through from a stressed out, burned out, exhausted state. There's nothing new there, right? There's no way for inspiration to find its way in. Taking this break, viewing the conference as a form of rest and restoration and regeneration means that when you come back, you'll be able to solve the things that were problems before you left quicker and from a different vantage point that may be far more effective. Your attitude will be different and people will pick up on that. You'll be able to share new ideas, maybe experiment with some different ways of working based on what you've learned. It's not that you miss anything while you are gone. It's that you press the pause button. You give yourself permission to exit the scene. You tell yourself that you're not going to miss out on anything, but rather, Your colleagues are the ones who are missing out because what you are coming back with, what you are bringing to everything you're going to do because you went to this conference and was fully present is going to be so valuable. So clear out that idea that you are so essential. Nobody's that essential. Nobody. And if you have not set up a team that can function in your absence, that's a different kind of problem. So rather than making you feel important, you should see it as a failure if you cannot have two or three days with a extremely minimal amount of check-in time that does not interrupt your day at the conference. So make sure that you take the time to set that up. Make sure that you're always empowering your team so that they don't need to constantly go to you for every answer and every problem. Make sure you have prepared before you left so that people know what to expect while you're gone and they're clear on what they should be doing while you are gone. And then give yourself permission to enjoy FOMO free. All right, everyone, if you found this episode valuable, please like, rate, and review it. Tell a friend. It really does help so much when we can share good information, just like we do when we go to a conference. And it helps me to reach more people and build our community so that we can continue to be our best selves and do inspiring work that makes a difference. I love you all so much, and I will see you next time. Thank you for listening. You made it all the way to the end of the episode, which means you are committed 
to making yourself a priority so you can be empowered to do the work you were called to do in the world. How amazing is that? If you would like even more content just like this, please remember to subscribe so you never miss an episode. I would so appreciate it if you left an honest review too. Hey, I want you to know I'm here for you beyond the boundaries of this podcast. You can follow me on social media at Architecting Podcast or visit architectingpodcast.com to download some great free resources. Take care, everyone, and stay inspired.